Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Daryl, and I would like to welcome you to Music is the Key with the wonderful host, Chaotic Blaze. She is right there. Don't y'all see Chaotic Blaze? Where are you right there, Blaze? Mm-hmm. This side, this side, this side, this side. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wrong side. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. They, that side, that side over there. <laughs> How have you been this week, Blaze? Good, good. Just, you know, another week doing my thing, hustling, grinding. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready for, you know, my little Houston trip coming up. And, yeah, getting some dope joints together for, you know, this evening's activities here on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This evening is going to be – I was sitting there thinking. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, what's what's happening this evening? And I was like – yeah, the show. <laughs> My mind is so scattered right now. Um, I'm I'm excited a to uh, be able to go back to Atlanta, not only to uh, see my daughter, but to share good music. Tomorrow night, I'll be sharing music with uh, remember Jeremy Avalon that was on our yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sharing music with Jer- Jeremy Avalon and, and his dope DJ by the name of Treasure Fingers. At uh, they 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 do this thing called High Key Disco, and uh, man, it's 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 really cool. So I'm excited to be a part of that because um, uh, it really wasn't too many like uh, funk and boogie movements um, in Atlanta outside of uh, I was I was doing it. And um, it's another DJ by the name of DJ Cozy Sean, but he was more like a 70s kind of thing. OK, so with um, with Jeremy and Treasure Fingers are doing is more in Atlanta what I was doing. And they actually have. uh they're at a, a a real cool spot in Atlanta called MJQ uh, Concourse, which is really bomb and um, known for a bunch of dope dancers. And uh, so like all the breakers and, and, and the real like the poppers, you know, that scene in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 It's what Funkmosphere used to be here um, okay. when Funkmosphere was doing that weekly. All the dancers would come out and, and, and enjoy themselves. So. Um, they're building that in Atlanta, and, and man, I'm just happy to be a part of that, you know. Um, I and then to Atlanta, then you do, you know, hire me, you know what I'm saying? That's my lane. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, do, don't though, forget, don't forget, you do, you really do, you really do. I think that'll be a good, um, that'll definitely be a good look for you, and um, you know, um, I think that's all I'm doing this week. It, it, um, it may be a surprise or two in there, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll know about that later in the week if that does happen. If not, I'll be spending my time with my child. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this weekend was also pretty cool too because um, I had the opportunity to spin again at um eighty two L A. I chose a, a earlier time, so I was there more in the daylight from like six to ten. And that was a that was a different group too. That was a real cool group. I normally would get the ten to two crowd, so you know that's the crowd that come in and they they ready. Um, that six to ten was really cool. It was like working them up like a day party, and then by the time the the ten o'clock guy came in, he just was able to just fit right in. So I was like, yeah, I think I like that slot. I might I might try to jump on that order earlier, the the, the two to six, because like I said, I'm getting a little older. <laughs> That's how you know. You're like, you know what? That early side is looking kind of good. Oh, it's looking kind of good. Yeah, but you know what the thing is? I always wanted to really do day parties. Um, yeah. I always wanted to be that person, and I never really got got the opportunity to do day parties, especially in L.A., man. You want to make the most of that, you know? The days are yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't yeah. rain, and you don't have to you know, worry about that extra added element of surprise. That's right. That's right, yeah. especially when it's not too hot and your, your records aren't getting warped and stuff like that, man. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, everything that's happening um, in the near future and, um, and, and traveling again, man. It's good to see things opening up. You know, and um, we get an opportunity to hit those streets a little bit more. I was a lot cautious um, before. Remember, I told you, I was like, yo, I'm not coming out to 2022. Um, I was just weird about certain things. But, you know, um, I'm feeling a lot better. I will be masked up all week. So (laughs) then there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But I got some good music. Uh, I I got a good single lined up for you, man. If you if you're ready for it, what what do you think? Let's go. Let's see. Let's Let's go. Okay. All right. Coming off the uh, the doghouse project. um, This was um, we'll hit the year later because of the font is so small and I can't remember the actual year right now. Um, But coming off the doghouse project, there was a, a song called Fallen Star 
by um, a, a wonderful singer that was signed to the Doghouse record label. Um, that was Dog's label, um, Snoop Dogg's label. And um, her name is Latoya Williams. Um, her voice to me is just probably one of the most angelic voices that I feel like everyone should know. Um, you've heard her voice on songs like uh, All Around the World from Jay-Z. Um, uh, a lot of songs with Snoop Dogg. Um, bringing stuff back from Atlanta, I would definitely bring back the Bone soundtrack. She sang this song uh, <laughs> on, on that soundtrack that literally, it was a fictitious character, but you felt like that character was real. Her voice has that much power. And um, you're getting ready to hear it right now. This is Fallen Star. Um, with Latoya Williams, um, I think Superfly um, from you know uh, Dog Pound Fame was uh, producer in this, and um, I want you guys to check it out, taste it. What's up, Doc? I never said that you had a walk of the world to see. I didn't think that you could, no. I can't recall asking you to promise these things to me. I didn't think that you should, no. No one could ever persuade me with what I've been around too long. Even though it's sad. Sounds so good, but good is only as good as you give me more. But there is not too much that I can see. What happened? We used to be used to love me, to bring it back to me. Sounds like what? That's oh, a, uh, what is going that, on over there? I don't know. That's a demon delay, man. Look, it's still doing it. Oh, wow. I don't know what's going on over there, but that sounds like if Aretha Franklin and Fantasia had a baby, that's right. she was a singer. <laughs> and she was a little bit before Fantasia. I remember when Fantasia first dropped and, um, I was I, I remember that because that was always our thing, you know, in our circles. We were always like, wow, man, like her and Fantasia's voice is so close together. Um, but God, that's just such a beautiful um I love that voice. I, I mean, it's so much church in that voice that I mean, you know it when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And um you know, shout out to Toya. Um, I, I think the last thing I seen her do was uh, she did a gospel something a couple weeks, uh, I mean, like maybe about a year ago. Um, she was on a gospel project. I, I can't remember the artist, but man, um, shout out to Latoya Williams, man. Come back outside, man. We we, we ready to play again, Toy. So um, um, shout out to you. <laughs> that was my first song, Fallen Star. Hey, well, yeah. dope way to set it off. It's crazy because... Yesterday when Denise had hit me up as far as a cover for featured track of the week, I wasn't really sure what I was going to get into this week. You know, I kind of like to keep it relative and have some sort of theme. And then as I was pulling records, I was like, damn, I don't really know if I have a, a theme this week. And then once I kind of got my Ford together, I'm like, my theme is just going to be global. Mm. Um, and just how... 
for the most part, the United States has affected music all over the world. So that being said, we're going to start off here in the great U.S. of A. USA. <laughs> USA. USA. Remember they screamed that in wrestling? What? Remember they used to scream that in wrestling? USA. Well, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not part of WWE and, and NWO. It was the yeah, other way. Too sweet. Too sweet. All that wrestling stuff. I'll keep that for Daryl. Okay. Um, but going back to what I'm getting into, my first selection uh, for today, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Boogie Woogie and what that is, but that's basically um, a a music that really uh, paid the pian- great piano players of its time, which really started in the late 1800s and went all the way through the early 1900s, their time to shine, especially those that are were African-American. So the song I'm playing today is actually by Pete Johnson and um, Loving Mama Blues from the compilation album, the original Boogie Woogie Piano Giants. This album was recorded between 1938 and 1941 and wow. then released on Columbia in 74. Um, so even like you'll hear the quality in the songs and you'll feel like you just time traveled like what we spoke about last week as far as, all right, if you could time travel at any mm-hmm. point of time. And now actually listening to this album, I'm like, you know what? Like for music, for the sake of music, being able to experience it in the early 1900s, when this song was recorded, that wouldn't be bad either. So here is Pete Johnson with Lovin' Mama Blues. actually research people you're like damn that this is why they sang the blues he he his father abandoned the family he had to be put in a foster home he ran away from the foster home found his mom (laughs) um and then really gravitated towards playing piano and throughout the early 1900s or actually from the 20s throughout the 50s and 60s he wasn't being compensated for his work He was working part-time washing cars and doing odd jobs. And then not until an article uh, was published in a magazine did Blue Note Records start properly, uh, you know, paying the man. 
But it's just crazy. But yeah, Pete Johnson off of, you know, this album right here, the original Boogie Woogie Piano Giants, which is an awesome compilation album. Mario. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. Okay, I had to plug into another system. Thank you for dropping that. That gave me so much. Um, huh. You took me back to, my grandmother used to play stuff like that on Sundays. Um, mm. And I never knew what that what that was called. Um, I just remember, like, every time you watch a PBS special or something like that, there would always be um, that type of time period of music. And um, yeah. it's just something that's very soothing about it. And um, you just kind of soothed me a little bit once you played that. So I really appreciate that. I need. I mean, it. on this specific compilation, this that's probably the slowest slong, song as far as Boogie Woogie's very up-tempo really? piano riffs, um, stuff to make you dance if you were in the 20s and 30s. <laughs> ah. um, but I chose that song specifically just because I, I hear the 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 sadness in his voice mm-hmm. and that's definitely that was written for somebody so whoever this uh, give me some names maybe like a, a willie may <laughs> <laughs> hattie yeah hattie, those... you know somebody's some, yeah. he wrote this song for somebody so if you're out there or sorry if your descendants are out there and they know about this song like hit us up i want to know i want to know more Wow. Wow. See, that's what I love about your selections. Oh, man, you you dig deep in there. Um, I didn't go as deep. Uh, and, and Zara Zara Beeb said that was so lovely. So she really appreciated that selection. So um, shout out to Zara and uh, make sure you catch her show every week. Uh, Lunar Reflections, because uh, it's a really cool show. I love it. Um, check that out. I'm serious. I'm so serious. You'll like that show, Blaze. You really will. I will. Yeah, check it out. It's you're on serious. Twitch. Only because you're serious, though. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, me and Twitch, I don't do too much Twitch, but uh, that's one of my, I have to, like, I, I make time for that on, I'm going to see how I'm going to do this on Thursday, but I make time for that show. I love that show. It's just a good feeling. Um, good, positive um, energy, great, positive people on there, man. And, and, and it, it's the closest thing I've seen to a real community of people mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like everybody encourages one another you know and i think that's really cool it ain't fake it ain't you know it's, it is what it is but um, anyway um i'm getting ready to take us to 2017 um okay howard johnson um you remember so fine yeah. so fine blow my mind my. yeah well Ooh. howard uh oh <laughs> so I thought you gonna- fine that's my hey, <laughs> and if the keyboard was here, I would go. Well, Howard, baby, 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 yeah, yeah. Start on that song. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you though. Let's tell you. I'm gonna tell you something about that song. That song was uh, Kashif. That's the one song that Kashif said he wished he would have kept. Mm. Um, he really wanted to. Uh, once he he heard it, but he gave it to Howard. He said if he could have kept one song when we did our interview. Um, um, rest in peace to the late Kashif. Um, that was the one song he said that he would have kept out of all the songs he wrote wow. and produced I for people. Why'd I give it to him? <laughs> yeah, why'd I give him that one, man? I uh, appreciate yeah. you too, Zara. Um, well, in 2017, Howard did a song with um, another uh, funkster out here by the name of Brian Ellis. Um, he had a, a collective by the name of Brian Ellis' Reflection um, featuring Howard uh, Johnson and um, it was on the new directive uh funk labels new directions in funk and um this song is called slow motion it's one of my favorite songs to play actually when i'm spinning out and about and um i think they might get a taste of this tomorrow night um at a uh, high key disco so let's get a taste of it right now this is uh howard johnson slow motion taste it Every time I see you, motion goes too slow Out of my control, I don't know where to go You give me that look, girl, life goes into slow motion
excuse me, with Brian Ellis' Reflection. And um, I really like that song. It's just like a, it's just a nice little, you know what I'm saying? And it's good to hear our, our old funk legends um, jump on some newer stuff and still get out. Yeah, for sure. Definitely funky. Def- definitely Daryl-esque as far as the, the selection is concerned. I think very today will be very Daryl-esque. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, today my mind is, uh, I'm so, uh, and, and I apologize to our listening audience and even my dear co-host blaze i'm in such a uh uh, i'm in such a musical mind when my mind is like this when i know it's so much going on it's like as much as i try to center myself it's it's like songs are attacking my brain right now so you guys work with me and love because i love you (laughs) (laughs) nah you still bring the fire so no worries it's all all good 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 so it's my turn Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I just went from a blues joint and yeah. along with blues and jazz and rock and hip hop, that's a true American art form. And now I'm happy to go from that uh, American art form and travel all the way to Brazil, Ooh. where I know Bruce would be happy that I'm actually playing this joint. Um, but the artist I'm featuring is actually the titled record of the week, Sergio Mendes. And Brazil 66, this was a group form. Um, Sergio Mendes is basically known for doing Bossa Nova, which he was heavily crossed with both uh, jazz and funk. His records, or actually he was recording since the 40s, but his records weren't really selling. And um, he wanted to form a group. And they were like, you know what, Sergio? Why don't you get like two, the female singers in your group, have them be American and sing both in English. And in Portuguese. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And um, coincidentally enough, they produced a, a, a single, actually for the first time in history at that time, a song in Portuguese that was a hit all over the world. And that song is Mais de Nada. And I'm sure once I play it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So here is Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66 with Mais de Nada. Oh, 
with Maish Genada. Actually, Sergio Mendez, he was, what, what was it? He was uh, nominated for an Oscar. He um, wrote a song for the, anim- I think it was Pixar animated film, Rio. Um, yeah, really? Man, he, he's the man. But he is the man. He's that, the superman. That, that single really introduced the world to Bossa Nova and, and, and jazz fusion funk hits. Right. And yeah, two American girls on that, but you know the album's pretty cool. They sing both in Portuguese and in English, but yeah. You, you know, one of the the American women in there was a uh, uh, is Herb Albert's wife. Uh, yeah, Miss Lonnie Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herb yeah. Albert presents. So that's if right. You really want to get funky with it? The title up here, Herb Albert presents. Herb Albert, he Half was an a trumpet record. trumpet player. Yeah, well known. Um, yep. I don't know if his wife is in this photo, actually, now that I think about it. Because they kind of rotated the members quite uh-huh. a bit, I guess. You know, I don't know what was going on in the background there. But, yeah, trumpet player, he, uh, he, and I was just talking to Polly about this. Funny that you brought it up. He is um, from East Los Angeles originally. Right. Um, he went to Fairfax High School, which, if you're familiar with Los Angeles, on Sundays they got their, um, what's that called? I, I I go there a lot to get my damn records, and the names have slipped my mind. That anyway. that big uh, that that uh, I forgot what they call it, but yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, not a swap meet, but similar to a swap meet. Yeah, like more more bougie swap meet. It's very but bougie. They, yeah, they have um, good record vendors, and you could kind of haggle if they get to know you a little bit. But anyway, um, he went to Fairfax High School. <laughs> he played in the marching band. Um, at USC, so he really reps LA, but you know he, he, he sure did his does. thing as a trumpet player for a minute, and he brought these lovely human humans together, which brought us Maishkenada, and you know fascinated the world with bossa nova and, and Brazilian music. So, if fine, ever fine. you you guys are in um in Los Angeles and um you ride past the Jim Henson Studios, know that that that's the former A and M Studios, and that's where mm. we are. The world was made. So. Yeah, AM Records right here. Bobby. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well. All right, Daryl, you know. I don't woke up a little bit. I don't woke up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, this next song um, where I'm getting ready to take us is uh, I'm getting ready to take us with a little deeper um, R&B. Um, we're going to go up. <laughs> it's daytime. Well, it's, well, it's 7 o'clock out there where you are. But um, it's, it's 4 o'clock out here, and it's always good. Uh, it's always a good time to love somebody. So, um. Um, I'm getting ready to go with this artist by the name of Link. Um, Link wrote um, some bomb hits. He wrote uh, My Body uh, by LSG. I um, actually sang background off of that. He and D-Light produced that together. Um, also wrote for p- people like, again, Keith Sweat, um, Gerald Levert. And um, he had a solo project. Um, and, you know, because of all of the things that he was doing, and one of my favorite songs on that um, album was called um, I Really Want to Sex Your Body. And if you hear it, you'll, you'll think about it from the LSG. And I really want to sex your body. Um, so you'll hear it right here. Um, this is the name of the song. I really want to sex your body. Um, and it's by the homie Link. And Link, I need you to come up out of retirement too, man. The world needs that ink pen, man. They need you, buddy. All right, let's go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 
Excuse me, I'm way off. Take one guess and tell me what you think. Um, it's in the 90s. 96? 98. Mm. Yeah, this was right after um, he wrote My Body and all of that. And, you know, I guess, you know, these are songs that probably did not make the LSG album and all, you know, or the Gerald LeVert album. Cause he did the G album for Gerald Levert, and when I tell you that whole sound is, and his voice, man, I always loved his tones. Um, the you way it was so funny. Now you say the year '98. You remember um, Crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony? Yeah. What what year did that come out? Did that was that '98 as well, or I want to say it was around that time. Um, easy '97, '98 ish. Because. He's what he says in the chorus. I really want a sexier body. That's what he. That's what he says uh -huh. in the chorus. Uh -huh. It sounds exactly how Bone Thugs and Harmony say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna, gonna miss everybody. everybody. You know what? So um, that was '95. Crossroads was '95 because I remember when Easy passed. So yeah, I know that came right around. It was right before Easy passed, and then they redid the video um, and made that remix. Um, mm. His tones, though, man, just. Link, to me, I think he just should have been a, a guy who maybe he just got lost because it was just so many, you know, R&B people, acts and stuff out there. Maybe people just wanted his pen more than they mm -hmm. wanted him as an artist. But his, I loved his vocals, man. And, um, yeah, I, I really wish he would have gave us a lot more. But if you guys can buy that album, find his album, um, please go find it because uh, it's it's worth it. It's an album full of that. And it's, it's, it's wonderful, too. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, bam. Come on now. All right. Okay. Now, um, my third selection, we're going to continue on our world tour and yes. go from the United States, which we birthed a lot of this shit, <laughs> to <laughs> Brazil. And now we're going from Brazil to Germany. And I have actually a little story about how I acquired this record. Auto-tuned which they are a DJ produ production duo from Germany, um, from Berlin, actually. This album, Lady Shaker, is, um, I believe, their third album. This album was actually purchased with... Uh, at Africa Bambata had a... How would I describe this? It's almost as if he had his record collection... Uh, that data collected and had those same records for sale at a um, an event dedicated to him in the wow. early 2000s. So wow. I came across this record. This record was released in 2000. And the, this DJ production duo, mostly known for techno and house, you can imagine Germany in 2000. And it's funny that they have actually a chick 
with her quad roller skates. But the song that I picked today is Lady's Choice. I'm just going to let you hear the song and you let me know after the fact what uh, the sample was taken from. The sample I've actually played here on the show because I have this album. But yeah, here's Auto-Tune, Lady Choice. Disco Nice by GQ. Bam! Yeah, man. <laughs> so you see how they flip that. And once again, we have a person or a duo from the other side of the world that's influenced or that was influenced by American music. Yeah. Um, you know, G- GQ's Disco Night sample. And yeah. So the name of the group is called Auto-Tune? Yep. Wow. And that was... I wonder how... What, I, I hate doing that to people. Um. A, can you tell me around what time that was? That was wait, when 2000. So that was around the time when Auto Tune was really becoming really prominent <laughs> for people too, because that was around yeah. Cher's time. I mean, we were already it was already being used, but that was more when Cher really used it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you then, know, yeah. so funny about Auto Tune. It's crazy because um, I want to say a year or two ago, T Pain. <laughs> T-Pain. We're having a T-Pain, T-Pain conversation now. T-Pain was on um, damn, what's the name of this show? It's basically um, The Masked Singer uh-huh. that Cannon was hosting. And when he took off his costume, everybody was just floored. Like, yo, this this man could sing. Man, he can really sing. He could sing. S-A-A-A-N-G. Say that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's just crazy how auto-tune, you know, went from uh, icon like share, you yeah. know, using it all the time. So then, yeah. people within the that that R and B scene in the early two thousands, yeah. late nineties, started using it to kind of accusing pop singers of their inability to really sing. Yeah. So it's had a crazy lifespan so far, but this group was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's our name. <laughs> Auto tune, and they caught it. They caught it early, early on the wave too. That's a great song, man. That, that's a great feeling. I, I know whenever you play that out and about, man, people definitely move and get down to that. That's a man. That's a that was nice. I like that a lot. You know what's crazy too? They didn't even have to do that much. They didn't. Do do it. Do, 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 you know what I'm saying? Do. You hear the nuances as the as the, the track grows where they, they play with different elements of the original GQ song. Yeah. But they really didn't have to do much, you know, to it. But, you know, props to them to, you know, bring it back to life. 22 years ago that's right okay all right well um i'm gonna catch up with the time bam um since we are getting um since i'm 
leaving tonight to go see my daughter and um, go spend tomorrow at um, High Key Disco, um, I have to take it back to Atlanta. And I'm going to take it back to Atlanta when Atlanta was Atlanta. It, it ain't Atlanta no more. That's why I got the hell up out of here. But um, I'm going to take it back to 1998 when Outkast reigned supreme. Um, the name of this song I'm getting ready to play for you is called Liberation off of the Equimini album. Um, those that know that song know there's some beautiful voices on this song. And um, yeah, we're getting ready to play this right now. This is Liberation by Outkast. I want you guys to taste it. There's a fine line between love and hate. You see, can't wait too late, but baby, I'm on it. There's a fine line between love and hate. You see, can't wait too late, but baby, I'm on it. to make sure you go out and go get that Equimini album or revisit it, you know, yeah. revisit that album. Because everything about that album, um, from the creativity um, to the live instrumentation um, to the wordplay, um, mm -hmm. everything about that album is beautiful. And um, I, I think albums like this made people realize that Cats in the South just weren't, um, it just wasn't booty shake music um, and... Um, you know what I'm saying? Which was a lot going on in that time. I know out of the South, you got between Miami and Atlanta, they were killing the booty shake scene. And that really started to shift around 1998 a lot. Um, so um, shout out to um, groups like Organized Noise, Outkast. I mean, uh, collectives like Organized Noise, Outkast, and everything that was beautiful that put that album together with a Cormina. In Atlanta, I'll see you. It was kind of like the South's answer to um, native tongues, you know what I'm saying? When all these different cultures started forming that were more um, conscious of just everything, in the, whether, whether it's political sphere or just self-identification and, and culture. Yeah. Like, it, it, was, it was a good movement in music, and I'm just lucky to be a part of it, you know what That's I'm saying? Right. As far as our generations growing up to that. Um, and having that be inspiration now for you know some artists that are coming out today that are kind of broadening the scope of how they want to present themselves as entertainers and then the, the quality of music that they're putting out. So yeah, Classic. it's a it's a group out of Atlanta right now, and I just uh, God, I just I just drew a blank. I'll I'll say them in a second, but they remind me so much of that. Um, organized noise, outcast movement. That was Goody Mob. Um, mm -hmm. They remind me so much of them, and they're really slipping my mind right now. Um, but it's it's people out there doing it. People like Big Crit, and um, you know, I'll think of this other group in a second. Earth Gang. 
Earth Gang. Earth Gang yeah. is really doing their thing out there. So um, shout out to, you know, everybody out there. Uh, Lana, I'll see you tomorrow while I keep this going. <laughs> I used to, when I was on Soul Assassins, I would stay playing some big crit. I, I like, he, man. He, got some, he got some joints. He has a lot of joints, man. Um, he got them joints that'll make you just, you know, yeah, he, yeah, I was, I was, I was late to the big crit party. I remember people used to always like give me like so much big crit music. And I was just like, yo, what am I supposed to do with this? And um, <laughs> I started listening. And when I really started listening to it, I was like, wow, like, okay. And then, yeah, I remember my, my relative was like, yo, I told you, you should have jumped on it. Cause it's always the women who are on it first, you know, guy, we always are slow to it. So yeah, I was slow to big crit, but yeah, I'm a fan. I tell you that. Well, at least you admit, you know, that women are on it. You know, everything that I, I'm not going to lie, when it comes to food, um, probably movies, not music, but not music for the most part, but um, food, um, places to go, it's normally always because I'm so engulfed in things I'm doing that, you know, it's like I'm oblivious to a lot of things. But yeah, I've, I've learned, I'm not going to lie, women have really helped me with a lot of stuff like that. Don't wear that. Don't 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 nah. Don't wear that. They don't wear that no more. So I'm like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> That's why you just see me in t-shirts and hats all the time. Cause it's like, uh, I need direction. Yeah. Bam. My turn. Your turn. <laughs> all right. So my fourth selection today. I'm, I went. Let's see. I started in the U.S. Went to Brazil. From Brazil went to Berlin, and now I'm going back to Africa via Cuba. And what I chose today was Cantido, who's known also as Cantido Camero, but his stage name is Cantido. He is a Cuban conga and bongo player that's insane, mm. off the hook. and. Conga Soul, which is his sixth album, he collabed with Lalo Schifrin. If, and I don't know if you remember me speaking very highly of him. He's a famous composer um, and pianist from Argentina that composed the Enter the Dragon soundtrack. Yes, I do. That's why I was sitting there like Bruce Lee. I don't know why I kept thinking of Bruce Lee. So like, Why am I thinking about Bruce Lee with this conga player? Yeah. Um, but that that's the connection. So this, this album is them doing their thing together and the song i chose today is new secrets this was released in 74 and it's just hot fire i'm gonna I'm let it rock for a little bit because he has a dope uh conga solo that is just insane so here is cantido the the collaboration of cantido and lalo Schifrin with new secrets <laughs> Aya, Adama Yakama
berserk. I felt like you were going to catch the Holy Ghost. And I cut it off. He was Why? Why did you cut that off? Like, I felt like you, I felt a couple times I was looking over at the screen. I seen your head go back. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, she's about to break out in the in the playing over there. Yo, Candido's the man. He's played with Duke Ellington. He's played with Dizzy Gillespie. He lived a long life. He died in 2000. He was 99. Wow. He lived a very long life, um, but he's he's legendary, man. And, um, you know, for for him to be at this level and even with this album collabing with Lalo Schifrin is classic, 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 classic. If you're into Afro-Cuban jazz, this is this is definitely a purchase for you. And he's just a, a talented. He was just a talented musician and, and more people should know about him. So, yeah. You just got me into it with that. When I tell you, I was just sitting here, and the way um, I changed the room around again, um, but the way that he pan, they pan, and I hate to be new music nerd. They panned the song, but the way they were panning those congas, man, like it was the weirdest thing. And I'm just sitting here, like, like it was just bouncing around. Um, yeah, that was I like that a lot. So I'm, I'm interested to hear more of that. You know. I can't wait to uh, listen back to this show so I can catch that again because that was <laughs> that yeah, was that was that, beautiful. Yeah, that solo, and Whoops. you know, just to even visualize him doing that because of the the speed in which he was doing, how clear yes. and crisp it was. I don't know if you ever attempted to play the bongos or congas. I tried. Not key good. word try. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Not good. Not good. That's not my. That's not my. No. Yo, shout out to my homeboy Johnsi out of uh, Puerto Rico. He, um, your your hands just got to be built different. They do. Yeah, you could chop bricks and stuff. If you play congas. I can't. I can drum <laughs> with the best of them, but uh, no, I'm not. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different animal. My hands are very soft. And, yeah. But I moisturize. <laughs> My hands. Come on now, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, come on now. These are loving hands here. And I, I ain't trying to chop bricks with these. Oh no, come on now. But I will knock a, a cat out if I got to. But I even hate doing that because I like. I mean, I put a scar on my hand, man. I don't like that. So yeah, uh, these are these hands are made for love. You know, touch loving things. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to. Nah, I'm not on that. <laughs> like chill, but you see, I'm just happy with at least today my selections. Really you killed me today. You <laughs> killed me today. <laughs> it's not and a competition, but I'm it always saying, is. It really, Mentally, uh, that's what keeps me sharp. You know, no, 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 in a good way, not nothing bad. In a good way. Um, like I said, mentally, I was like in in 90 different places, but like you helped center me today, and um, I really appreciate those music selections. Like um, they were very beautiful and. Speaking of music selections, I'll go ahead and um, run mine down so we can hear yours again, so I can figure out what that song was. Um, Fallen Star by Latoya Williams is how I started out. Um, my second song was um, by uh, Howard Johnson, um, Brian, Brian Ellis' Reflection featuring Howard Johnson, Slow Motion. Um, I came behind that with some daytime nastiness, some afternoon delight. Some <laughs> Link, I really want to sex your body. And um, I, I ended it um, with Outcast, um, Liberation. Of course, uh, excited to see my daughter tomorrow, man, um, and the rest of this week. Like, I, um, I, like, I, like, I'm a guy emotional. I really need the love of my child right now. I think that's just what it is, um, Blaze. Like, I'm, I feel empty, and um, I just really need that love from my child you know what i'm saying like you know you you hold your baby or if you're away from your child um i just imagine um like with covid she couldn't come back and forth out here and um i would fly out there 
Um, I would fly out there, but I, I, I didn't fly out there enough. And man, I'm just so like, like so many people have been trying to get me one because they found out I was coming. Man, can you can you be here? Can you be here? Can you be here? And, and I, I really had to tell people no because yeah. I need the love, man. My child, like I, I, I don't mind sharing music, but my child, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she needs me, and I need her. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. well, you'll get your time. She'll get her time. It'll oh be yeah. All good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What, is, what no, are those selections? Because I like. I'll just put my daughter down, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and when they're that little, like, your daughter, she's about to be two this year, right? Uh, she'll be two in October. So in October. And, yeah. and see, when they're that little, like, I always think of uh, Gloria be 13 in July. And, wow. um, and whenever I see her, I still see her as, like, when I see your daughter, a yeah. little one. Like, so when you post those pictures of your daughter, I think that that's the one that really got me. The last one that you posted, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I, I, I got to get back. <laughs> yeah, you really got me on that one. So I think, you know, that's that's just really where where um, mentally I think that's just where I'm at. I'm, my mind is, man, once I, I hug my child and, and I see her and just, you know, it, it's one thing to talk to her on FaceTime. But, man, it's just, just sitting there and, and, and hearing her and, you know. And she told me the other day, she, like she was like, "Daddy, I'm like you. I'm I I think I'm ready to learn the bass." And she when she said that to me, I was like, "I got one in storage, just waiting on." I I had one in storage, just sitting there waiting on her. And when she said that, now it's like I'm so excited to get out there and just to, I'm not gonna try to teach it to her. I'm gonna let her, you know, because that's what she wants to do. She said, "I want to get on YouTube and kind of learn, and then, you know, you can show me things because." when I show her stuff, she gets intimidated. So, you know, um, I'm just excited that she even wants to pick up an instrument. She's yeah. been very good on machine, but uh, now she wants to actually physically touch. So I'm like, okay, let's get her. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I, when I got Azalea, her little turntable thing. I like that. when she just throws, she does like her baby fist pump every time of music. Doesn't matter what any genre, she does a little baby fist pump. It just brings me so much joy because yeah. it really solidifies that we share the same DNA. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Although she don't really look like me, she looks more like her pops. But I'm like, yeah, that's my daughter. She has your facial <laughs> expressions, though. She keeps your facial expressions, though. Like that's okay. that's my baby. She fist pump, fist pump, and all. Even to like everything from even today when I was playing this album, the original Boogie Woogie Piano Giant. She was like, and she's really? on beat. She's wow. not half-ass clapping off beat. <laughs> I don't care if she's a year and a half. Damn it, clap on beat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm today with my selections. I was able to to really show the diversity of the music that was brought out of the United States and its influence from Africa, right. um, especially amongst our people. Starting with the original Boogie Woogie Piano Giants, a compilation album which I played Joe Turner's "Loving Mama." blues mm -hmm. then i went to brazil with herb albert presents sergio mendez in the brazil 66 mais que nada which is the first hit in portuguese full portuguese that was a hit all over the world is very recognizable but very dope bolsa nova track then from brazil to germany with auto tunes uh, Lady Choice, which sampled GQ's Disco Night, which is, you know, fire in itself, but mm -hmm. their little techno spin to it from the 2000 era was very fresh and refreshing. It was. Um, got this from the Africa Bimbata, uh record collection. And then went to, or from Germany to Africa via Cuba with Cantido off of his Conga Soul album, New Secrets, which was composed by Lalo Schifrin, the Argentine pianist who also composed the legendary Enter the Dragon with my man Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bang bang. Bang bang. That was nice. That was nice. Well, um, Blaze definitely learned me something today. <laughs> it's like when you put somebody in a headlock and you... <laughs> That's the way I felt today. So um, I would definitely be ready for you next week. Do you have anything going on this week that you want to push? Actually, just prepping for Houston. So if you'll be in Houston, in the Houston area, 
But the third, or no, I'm losing track. I think it's the 22nd to the 25th of mm-hmm. April. I'll be there doing some things. Just follow me on IG and stay up to date with everything going on in Houston in April. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, um, tomorrow, uh, tonight uh, I leave for Atlanta, so I get there, like, literally 5.30 in the morning. And um, <laughs> I'm uh, getting down in high-key disco tomorrow night, um, again, with our good friends Jeremy Avalon and Treasure Fingers. That'll be fun. Um, just sharing some boogie, some funk, and, and, you know, just showing them what L.A. do. And, um, yeah, you see I, my, my whole demeanor changed then. And, um, uh, uh, I ain't supposed to say this, but on Friday, uh, Taste the Music will be live at uh, – we don't have too many people here. So at Friday, Taste the Music will be live at JB's Record Lounge. And um, hey. I have some surprise uh, people coming. Um, I, I hopefully, some of the artists that I reached out to will be able to come through. But um, I got a couple of uh, heavyweights on some turntables. Some people that you've actually, you actually know uh, that's been here on this show. So that'll be pretty fun. Okay. And then on Saturday, uh, Sunday, I get back. I get back to LA on Saturday, and then on uh, Sunday, um, I'm spinning at uh, Angel City Brewery um, for spinning Sunday. So, like I told you, in 2022, uh, I was gonna get back at it, and I'm, you know, I'm back knocking folks' heads off. Like I got my hit list in my head, so it's like Damn. at this point, yeah, it's 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 getting them back, and um, and, and I'm serious about it. Like it's just time to you know to let that energy go, and 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 some let some. Let some other things go from the past that, you know, I've been holding on to. So um, it's just time to, you know, uh, become everything that I can be. And, um, you know, and shout out to everybody that's there for it. And, and, and those that aren't, you know, shout out to them, too. So, yeah. 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 And next week I'll have a lot more energy. I'm a little and I'm not hot. <laughs> You know, I know people like, man, my, my man texts me. He's like, dog, you, you don't smoke you want. No, I didn't. I actually didn't. I'm just. I think I'm, I'm just really reflective right now. I'm always like that. Um, I really get anxiety when I go back to Atlanta, to be honest with you, mm. because um, it just, uh, toward the end, it was, uh, it was, it, it, you know, when, have you ever been somewhere and it was just time to go yeah. and you knew it was time to go, but you stayed too long, relationship with anything, a job, anything. Um, and and, and uh, I think that's the relationship I have with that city. And yeah. I really get bad anxiety right before it's time to go there so I'm, I'm working on that you know and um you know hopefully i can get over some things and, you know because yeah yeah but anyway this is music is the key sorry that i'm i'm talking and i'm, I'm probably sharing with y'all more than what i normally would so it's all good yeah i appreciate you yeah. it's all good yeah yeah but um next week it'll be a whole different daryl it'll be a pretty good and i can't wait to share the tales of Whatever went down in Atlanta, it's going to be pretty fun. So, yeah. Can't thank wait you to hear. Yes, 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 yes. Well, as normal, um, thank you guys for uh, uh, watching. Um, this show will be up. I'm, I'm going to have it up on SoundCloud um, probably within the hour. I'm going to go ahead and get all of those things together so we're not um, waiting on those things. So it will actually be up on SoundCloud today. And um, I'll get as many clips um sent over to Denise so Denise can get those things out and we can get those, you know, everything together because uh, I, I won't be in my normal schedule. So I love you guys. Um, uh, anything you want to shoot out again, Blaze, before Sounds we leave? Good to go. We'll see you guys next week. There it is. See you guys next week. Peace.